Good afternoon and welcome to the Snake River Lib Podcast. It is, what day is it? It's the 26th of January, um, 2023. It's Thursday. First, I'd like to begin by apologizing for not having done the podcast over the last few days. It wasn't for lack of trying. Um, I've tried to cut several, uh, soundtracks for it and none of them worked for whatever reason currently i'm uh, doing it from my iphone we've also had some health problems in the family and so sitting in the hospital hopefully this is going to work hopefully we won't have any troubles let's begin shall we by the way thank you so much for listening i wanted to begin by talking about the fact that they are blasting, meaning they being uh, Senator Schumer, the uh, Senate Majority Leader, as well as Hakeem Jeffries, the uh, House Minority Leader, um, legislation introduced by some Republicans regarding the fair tax. They're pointing out, and I guess you could say rightly, although on the surface it's not as clear as what they're saying, that there would be a 30% increase in the cost of goods and services in this country. And that's right, because the fair tax is a essentially a national sales tax. And so, yes, there would be an increase in the cost, at least on that on the surface. Let me explain why, and let me explain to you the fact that they're talking about this in such doomsday terms. They're doing it because the income tax is not about revenue, it's about control. And by having the income tax and all of the the, uh, credits and deductions and exemptions and this and that and the other, so much so that Uh, the IRS, which holds no accountability if you call them to get advice and they give you bad advice, you are accountable for it, not them. Um, But it's so complex that 75% of the time they're wrong. I'm sorry, 25% of the time they're going to be wrong. The IRS, when they tell you what you need to do. A fair tax cuts through all that because it eliminates the income tax. It eliminates, by the way, all payroll taxes. Okay, and so let me tell you how payroll tax, right in and of itself, is 13% savings to each person that's working because that's going to be money in their pocket. Whether the employer decides to give them their half or not, who's to say, but at the very least, 6.5% reduction in the, uh, or increase in their household income, because that withholding will not be there. Also, again, the, the federal income tax will be gone as well, the withholding for that. And then you add on top of that, corporate income taxes are eliminated, so that um, they don't have that expense, capital gains taxes are eliminated. Inheritance taxes are eliminated. 
All of these things are gone. Now, many of these things, corporate income tax in particular, as well as capital gains, etc., all that will work to reduce the cost of goods and services. So, again, on the surface, that's what it looks like, but in reality, companies providing benefits or providing goods and services are going to probably lower their prices. But more importantly, it puts you as an individual, which they hate, in control of the uh, of your spending. It puts you in control of your money, your earnings, and they can't stand that. The lib supports the fair tax, with the caveat that the first thing that has to be done is a repeal repealing the 16th Amendment, which allows the government to have an income tax. If that amendment is not repealed, even if they were to eliminate income taxes and go with the fair tax, all it would take would be the next Democrat House and Senate, maybe even Republicans too, to say, well, we need more money and to start with the uh, infamous creep of income tax rates. So it really bothers me that they're being so disingenuous, but it's only because they are terrified at the likely results of a repeal of the 16th Amendment and implementation of you having control over your money because they don't want that. Along the lines of that legislation, uh, we have the debt limit, which we've uh, hit, sort of. And the federal government said that they can, the Treasury said that they can float it until June. What the House needs to do is say, okay, well, we will probably have to increase the debt limit, but here's spending that we feel is not necessary. That we're going to cut out because right now you're talking about spending and Senator Paul has mentioned this is a rock star on this issue servicing the national debt is about 400 billion a year now it's only going to get worse especially as we continue to deficit spend but federal government is still taking in money so it's the federal government prioritizing its spending and you have to ask yourself this question why is it that we want to meaning treasury department default on the debt cut off social security and medicare and the military because that's what they are going that's what they're saying they're going to do or that's what they're saying what will happen and the reason if that were to happen is is because they chose to fund other things rather than those key issues the vast majority of federal spending is not discretionary but 
discretionary spending, there is sufficient money in there that they could that they could actually cut stuff back, but they won't. And so Congress needs to act on that. Uh, let's see. Uh, one thing that uh, you know, I, I have to admit that I am pleasantly surprised with um, Kevin McCarthy. Um, I've always looked at him as a Washington um, player, more of a D.C. establishment than than conservative. Certainly not a Tea Party or, or a MAGA type, but. He's, he's going with what he said. He's setting up the committee to investigate quite a few things that are going on with China. He's also said that he's also keeping good on his word of keeping uh, Schiff and Swalwell off of uh, the Intelligence Committee. That's very key. It's very important. First of all, you know, Swalwell says, well, you know, they invest. This is old news, blah, blah, blah. Well, here's the thing. We don't know whether or not he has been compromised. But what we do know is Speaker McCarthy said that the briefing that he got from the FBI was sufficient to keep him off of the Intelligence Committee, which is different from other committees. As to Schiff for Brains, who has announced he's going to run for the Senate, This guy has done nothing but lie. He said he had the goods on the Russian collusion. Robert Mueller couldn't find the goods. Maybe Robert Mueller, the special counsel, should have investigated or should have talked to Schiff for all that information. Be that as it may, Schiff or Brains has not come clean on that. He also said that the Hunter laptop was fake news and was Russian disinformation. It wasn't, of course. And chances are, when he said that, he already knew it because the laptop had already been in the FBI's possession for nearly a year. And the FBI certainly knew that it was not disinformation. And so when Kevin McCarthy announced that he was not going to allow those two on the intelligence committee. He goes ballistic, and so he do, goes and does a TikTok video protesting, which is ironic because TikTok, you know, is is an app out there by the Communist Chinese Party, you know, which many governments, state governments, and and the feds are not allowing that to even be on government systems or government phones. And so what does he do? He proves that he should not be on the committee just by that one act. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We are back. Again, still sitting in the uh, surgery room. My wife, Sarah, had some health issues, and here we are in the hospital dealing with those. I wanted to start off talking about one of the most ridiculous segments I've ever seen on television. Was Geraldo Rivera holding up a musket saying that this was the kind of weapon that when the Second Amendment was passed was allowed to be used. And you know what? I'm all for you having this musket. I would have turned around and said to him, 
Geraldo. Television was not around, so television is not journalism. Thus, television is not protected by the First Amendment. Radio is not protected by the First Amendment. Internet is not protected by the First Amendment. What do you think about that? Of course, he would he would say that that was ridiculous, which I get, because he would be right. But he would completely miss the fact that that was his point was also ridiculous. Meanwhile, um, while we refuse to defend our own border, um, thank you, Mr. President. We are going to send 31 Abrams tanks to Ukraine to help them out. Ukraine, we are escalating that. You have to wonder what the end game is here. You know, we should either declare war and bring an end to it. Or we need to just leave it alone. Because all we're doing is we are destroying Ukraine as a country. The Russians are destroying it. Ukraine is destroying it. Neither side. You know, Putin is is a nut job. There's no question. The guy is uh, insane. But he can't back down. And so all we're doing is dragging this out. Chances are Zelensky would just ask to go to the table. My guess is that Putin might do that, so long as it looked like he was not the one that was wimping out. Been thinking about this as uh, you know, there's all sorts of things. We constantly see things about different kind of videos and such being kicked off of social media and, and taking down things. And, and you know, they say, well, it violates our terms of use policy. Well, here's the deal. You know, these, pe- these people are granted exemption from liability for what's put on their platform because they're platforms and not publishers is what they say but in reality they are publishers why do I say that because because they are choosing and setting a standard for what goes on their piece if something is considered hate speech is considered uh, hateful or whatever to another group, then perhaps they're going to take it down. But see, that is a form of censorship. And if you're a platform, you should not be censoring that. It's, I, I don't even know how to explain any of this. But let me just say this. I'm going to close out with this. I want to talk about a few things here. I want to name, throw a few names out here. Joe Rogan, 
J.K. Rowling. Elon Musk. Barry Weiss. Matt Taibbi. Bill Maher. None of these people are conservatives. None of them. They are all progressives. But guess what? The bar for defining who is what has gone so far to the left as far as who is acceptable to the progressive left that all these people are deemed enemies. Matt Taibbi and and Barry Weiss reporters that uh, two of the reporters that were involved in the uh, the Twitter files these people are not conservative they're not even moderates and yet where are they they're branded as conservatives J.K. Rowling says what everybody knows in fact let me let me she said something that was very interesting in a tweet. Uh, she pointed out the fact that I apologize for the background noise, by the way. She essentially said that transgenderism is a form of homosexual conversion therapy. And there have been more than just her. Many people in the LGBT community have said that the transgender community is the most homophobic community there is. That they are very homophobic. Which just makes you wonder. I mean, I've reported before about the TERFs or what the transgender community refers as the TERFs, the trans-exclusionary radical feminists. J.K. Rowling was spot on. Now, she's a billionaire, you know, and no matter what they're going to do, they're not going to touch her. She's got money, she's got influence, But she's absolutely right in that you end the concept of the difference between the sexes with this gender identity BS. And that's exactly what it is. And that hurts me to say it. And I know it will hurt people that listen. But it has to be said... And one more thing. This is not not to do with any of those progressives. David Webb is a, a radio host on Sirius XM Patriot. Love listening to David Webb. I'll never forget the time that he was being interviewed on the phone by uh, CNN. And the CNN person accused him of showing his white privilege. And, he, of course, David Webb is black.
Yeah, I completely forgot where I was going with that. I have thought I had it written down, but I didn't. So I apologize. But, you know, more and more we're getting to be where people, where words have no meaning, ideas have no meanings. Uh, I didn't mention it. I did mention it on one of the recordings that didn't record. You know, um, Vice President Harris the ultimate insurance card for Joe Biden. In her defense of abortion, cited the Declaration of Independence, you know, that we're endowed, she didn't say by our creator, but she's, we're endowed with certain inalienable rights, and those rights are liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Now, it's un- completely understandable why she left out the right to life considering that she is was working on an issue that is so far extreme to the left that that the American people have left it in the dust you know the American people do not support the left's view on abortion no matter what they try to say on TV or radio or in print you know, Roe versus Wade was not about letting a baby die from a botched abortion. Roe versus Wade was not about a partial birth abortion, which we won't even get into the details of that because my guess is all of you know what it is. Roe versus Wade was a woman finds out she's pregnant and wants to end the pregnancy. And so in that sense is a true statement to say that the American people in general support Roe versus Wade in they support the right to an abortion. What they do not support, however, in fact, the support is greater that support significant restrictions on late-term abortions Essentially, what the Dobbs case was over was after 15 weeks. The American people support that position when it's explained by a greater majority than those that support the right to choose generally. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, Vice, Miss, Mrs. Vice President, or Madam Vice President. It's all about life first. My life matters. Does yours? It's a Snake River Lib. We'll talk to you maybe tomorrow.